Y'all, would you believe us if I said that we are actually recording this on New Year's Day? New Year's Day. I asked that because clearly we're not hungover. We are are becoming our parents. Sure. old because if we were out here having big fun like everyone else we may have had to postpone this recording until tomorrow so happy new year blurts happy new year no s (laughs) yes if you're gonna put an s you should be following it with new year's day new year's day but happy new year should not have an s Mm -mm. Mm -mm. should not have an s so that is your Lesson for 2023. Wow. It's going to take me a while to say 2023. I bet you for the next two months, I'll be putting January 13th, 2022. I've been been writing 2022 on everything and having to remember to go back. And we're not there anymore. That was last year. Shut up. (laughs) I I thought I had a cough. It it almost did. I don't know. Oh, Lord. Well, I hope I don't. There we go. Right. Jesus. So I guess that was my little bit of information to bring you guys in here. Welcome to another episode of Almost Blurs. I am JB. And that other voice you heard is my wonderful co-host. Dovecat. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, we took a little break. It didn't feel as long as it actually, it didn't feel long at all. It did she not. was out here having big fun out here in Disney World. You know what? That was an experience. Okay. I, we don't, I don't know if we have the time, nor is this the place, but baby, let me tell you something. Florida owes us, because that weather down there, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 <laughs> it was 70-something when we went to Disney, and then on Saturday when we went to Universal, it was 46 degrees outside. It was mm-hmm. so cold. It was so cold. We couldn't even ride the roller coaster. That's oh, how wow. cold it was. They shut it down. And luckily, majority of the rides are inside. Mm-hmm. But walk into these rides, and then if the lines like are starting outside, oh my God. Do they still have the rocking roller coaster at the Magic Kingdom? Rocking roller coaster? Mm-hmm. What part it is used it to be- a Magic Kingdom. And it's called what now? Rock and Roller Coaster. It was like a, almost like an Aerosmith theme. Um, yeah. Is it, oh, did it close? It had to. because Oh, it says they rebranded it. They're going to be rebranding it. It said it's going to be temporarily closing because it was called starring, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith. Mm. And... I think they're trying to rebrand it to get rid of the name Aerosmith because they had like video and everything. And I think their contract was for a little while. So it had been there. I just remember because when I went to Disney uh, World, when I was maybe like 14, Uh it was a new roller coaster, a newish roller coaster around that time. Yeah, it's not there anymore. But it looks like they're trying to um, rebrand it because of the allegations that have come out about Steven Tyler having relations with a minor. (gasps) coming out so they're trying to essentially sever ties um and since that stuff happened it looks like they would be able to get out of their agreement with them without having any type of penalty ah so it was in it wasn't in magic kingdom it is in oh where is it hollywood studios um so i um, can't speak to it well they still got it i guess it's closed because i'm looking on the app and um mm -hmm. they still have it it's still 
listed. You can see the wait times, all that other good stuff. So I don't know. Like I said, it was fine. When we it went, was like an indoor roller coaster. I wonder, like I wonder if if Aerosmith they're getting rid of that ride. Why haven't they gotten rid of the stuff with Johnny Depp? Because he's all over that Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm, I wonder if it's because he kind of sort of won that case. I don't know, but you would think that they probably would have. But I thought for sure, and maybe, maybe it could be because this is for a band, uh-huh. and that's for a Disney property. Because mm. I was, that asking, might be the difference. I was asking my husband, I'm like, what's the difference? And I was like, I'm surprised they're still using his likeness. And um, mm-hmm. he was like, well, maybe they can. They have ownership of what did he say? He said maybe they have ownership of that visual look of Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. Um mm-hmm. but I don't know. When I went, I was just like, they still got his face. And you know what? They could very well argue that that wasn't him. But to me, it looked like Johnny Depp as um Jack Sparrow on that ride. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I don't know. Maybe he always looked like that. And Johnny Depp looked like because the ride is not it's old. Mm-hmm. Very old. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed yourselves. I am 100% jealous about all of that. Don't be. Um, but it is what it is. So I have, uh, y'all, I have recommended that as a team building activity that we go to one of these parks. I did say that. We we should be at the Avengers campus. You That's didn't invite me when y'all went. Y'all didn't. I know, but but luckily I didn't because we wouldn't win. Oh, I would have been hot with you. Do you hear me? I would I would have been hot with you. Because okay. uh, that was a whole ordeal. But I think that um, I guess we could go ahead and get into blurdy news. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with a recap. Okay. So. Marvel has posted two specific articles about their favorite things that happened in the MCU last year. Okay. So the first one, and I want, well, I'm not going to tell you what their favorites are because I I don't agree. Okay. Uh, but I do want to know your favorite things that happened. Okay. So the way they formulated their article, they broke it down by release. So this includes... So just to recap what came out in 2023. 2022? Oh, 2022. Man, I'm already getting good at this new year thing. Um, (laughs) So just to recap what we got in 2022. We got Moon Knight. We got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We got Miss Marvel. We got Thor Love and Thunder. We got She-Hulk, Werewolf by Night, and Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Mm -hmm. So what they did was... They took each one of those pieces and they said, okay, this was my favorite thing about this release. Mm-hmm. So if you were going to start with Moon Knight, what was your favorite thing about Moon Knight? Whether it be an episode specifically or if you it was just something about the series you enjoyed. Um, if we're talking about Moon Knight, a couple things. I love the way I like the look of him. Mm-hmm. Um, his costume and stuff. I like how he looked. Um, I like how Oscar Isaac was acting his ass off and portraying these two distinct characters that I thought was interesting. Um, I'll tell anybody, episode six, when we finally figure out what happened with his his brother and his family 
and the way that he mm-hmm. wrote down in the street that basically kind of morphed into his second personality or whatever mm-hmm. that's quality acting in television that's probably that was like my favorite um with moon Knight, mm-hmm. oscar isaac to me was perfect casting um homegirl i don't know if i like her layla mm-hmm. i didn't know if i liked her as this like and i can't even think of who she played that's how not meaningful yeah, i was about to make up something like the scarab or something i, don't I think that's it that. though is it i think let me go look real quick because I, I i don't think she was terrible but i don't terrible, think but that I her Oh, she was the Scarlet Scare, but there wasn't anything truly memorable about her Mm-mm. in this role. Like, it was nice to see her suit up and fight and things like that, but that was probably the only highlight of her character, seeing mm-hmm. the wings and all the battle things and stuff like that. So, I can I can get you there. I, I agree. Oscar Isaac was perfection mm-hmm. on that show. Now, I do think there were some pacing issues with that show. Yeah. And I do think that there was... There was a major issue with them hinting at Jake the entire time, but not really showing Jake until a post-credit mm-hmm. scene or whatever it was. That was trash. So I did not like that because, and then it left so many things open. Like, does this mean that Kanshu has had like a pact or something with the Jake personality the whole time? And that's why he's technically always around or something. I don't know. There's just so many things I feel like were left unanswered and... For us to not really know when or if we'll get a season two and how long from now it'll be. I just feel like that was something that they shouldn't have just left so open-ended. But yes, the episode that showed how he developed um, DID Mm -hmm. was great. I think that even a lot of professionals saw how they portrayed it and they loved how it was done because that's generally true how it uh, uh-huh. tends to happen for people when they, when they go through something that traumatic but yeah okay so that was that was a good one okay so Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness what was something about that movie that you really enjoyed and I'll say this besides the obvious okay Elizabeth Olsen she was ooh, I now, loved her I'm, I'm not gonna say we can eliminate her from this but mm-hmm. I'm like we all know that she as an actress was selling it in this. And was. Um, she was selling it. I liked, I liked that they introduced, like, we knew there was a multiverse, right? Because we got it in Loki. But the way that they kind of explained and expounded on it a little bit more, I felt like was simplistic enough that you could kind of pick up on it. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. I like Doctor Strange as a character. Um, one of my favorites and people, I know people think it's corny, but one of my favorite scenes in that movie is when he's at the wedding and that thing is coming and he just kind of jumps over the railing and that was like, so nonchalantly like, exactly. And that thing was, that transition was smooth. Okay. That was like one of my favorite mm-hmm. parts. I didn't like America. I have no desire to see her. Like I have. Not that she was bad. I just, I'm not interested in her. They didn't do a good job selling her to me. Because sometimes they introduce characters and you want to see more of them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see more of America because I don't care about whatever she's going to contribute to any story. And she may be dope right. as hell, but Marvel didn't do a good job of making her dope on screen. Um, yeah. Aside from Wanda, which is the obvious, um, I do like how they kind of... Exp- they kind of, um, it kind of explained about like Doctor Strange and how even though through different, um, 
multiverses or different universes. It's just like there are like some things that are distinctly like Doctor Strange, like personality traits. Mm-hmm. Like I think they they explain that and explore that a lot because it's just like, are we gonna get the same cocky dude from like you know what I'm saying? Like, but it, it seems mm-hmm. like from the people that we met in these different universes, it seems like Doctor Strange is the same no matter where he is. Yeah. Um, Their core values that stick with him regardless of regardless where he is. Regardless of, right, of what's going on. I think that explained it a little bit more too. Um, I mean, it just kind of solidified that I like Doctor Strange. His movie, mm-hmm. like I said, it wasn't the best, I feel like, of, of the releases, but it definitely wasn't bad. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just a way to introduce Charlize Theron, I guess. Yeah. So I... I... Like I said, Elizabeth Olsen, the obvious star of that film. It should have been the Scarlet Witch and Dark Strange. <laughs> yeah, Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse of Madness. There, that's what it but I, my favorite sequence in that whole film was probably it was like a combination of the Wanda versus the Illuminati leading into the chase sequence and uh-huh. to the tunnels and stuff because they really actually no there's so many but anytime she was really giving us horror mm-hmm. those were my favorite things like when they try to lock her in the mirror dimension it's just just to start using reflections yeah, to get people coming back <laughs> So it was just, there were so many moments like that, but I also don't feel like, like you said, when you introduce a new character, your job, when you introduce that new character is for you to help people buy into this new character. And for her to essentially be a victim throughout the entire film, it did not feel like I cared what happened to her. Right. Because there was nothing truly given to make me become invested into her as a character. I think they tried to do that when they showed what happened to her parents. Mm. But it was so quick of a moment that it's like, well, I don't know. Because if they had shown us a little bit more of her after that happened, going from universe to universe... Or maybe showing us a little bit more of the, not just the one, the universe that we saw her running in with, um, what's this, which strange was that? Mm. The, I'm going to call him Warrior Strange. What was, what was that? The one was fighting? Well, no, the fighting one. Well, he did turn into zombie. Mm-hmm. But you know, like the first one, when the, open, the movie opened that particular strange. Yes. Um, I feel like since she had talked about how this, that wasn't the first time that something was coming after her. Right. Like if we had seen a couple of them leading into this, I think that I probably would have felt a little bit more for her because, but for us as viewers, it just looked like she was chased this one time and then she got thrown here and that's where we are now. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know, but like you, I I don't feel like this was a terrible film, but by no means was it a great film Mm -hmm. to me. And I feel like we were done an injustice by them cutting so much out Mm -hmm. because it was such, it felt like it was great that the movie was like, we're not wasting time. We're throwing you in here. But at the same time, it felt like there was too much happening too soon in such a short amount of time. Right. But okay. So next on the list would be Miss Marvel. I think that Miss Marvel was one of the um, standouts for the year. And I was surprised. Yes, that was not a show that I think that either one of us was expecting Mm -hmm. to be as good as it was, but it had the most heart of anything they released. Next to the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, there was a lot of heart in that too. But this whole series 
there was so much heart there. There was so much that we were thrown into as far as code, Pakistani culture. And I just felt like even now, looking back at it, it makes me even more disappointed in how Talokan was done in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Because when you see something like how they did things in Miss Marvel, or like we'll talk about later, how they did things in Avatar. Oh, God. Like, they they let you see the culture a little bit more mm-hmm. to really understand it. But culture was the culture was a main character in Marvel. I mean, Miss Marvel. They they made sure that that was such an important piece of everything that she did because it helped shape her as a character. Yes, it helped us understand so much more about the culture and so many people could see themselves in that and not even just people of Pakistan and uh, background, but people of other cultures being able to see that there's so many similarities and how certain families and cultures navigate their young kids that we got to see so much in Miss Marvel too. Right. That's true. I, um, I said it, you know, before it came out, I'm like, uh, it seems a little kitty for me, but I'm going to watch it for the sake of saying that I watched the show. We can come back and talk about it here. But mm-hmm. like I said, I really, really enjoyed it. And like most things that Marvel has done, when they lean into the cultural aspect of some of these characters, I feel like they be doing some of the best work. Um, and they get it right. And I feel like they really got it right with um with Miss Marvel and just the story. And they did a really good job of making her, even though they really kind of leaned into that Pakistani culture, Pakistani life or whatever, they really did a good job of leaning into that and also making it feel relatable. Because mm-hmm. it's just like I remember being a teenager and how you're excited to go to get a, a dress or something and your mom tries to make it and it's trash, but you don't want to hurt her feelings because she took the time to make it for you. Like those types of things and those feelings. I mean, I feel like every teenager has kind of gone through that and being on, um, being embarrassed by our parents and just, I don't know, like that whole thing was just, it was so relatable and it was just so good. And I just really, I really, really wasn't expecting it. So if you had to pinpoint an area that the show could have improved on, mm. what would you say it would be? Hmm. This is just me. This is I think this is a, a Dovecat thing. I would have loved to have gotten more background on um, the Nord dimension, like way more. Like I would wanted to know more about them. Um, the five of them or the six of them with her great grandmother. Like what was their life like prior? Why were they? Mm-hmm. Um, that type of stuff I would have loved to have seen. Um, and I know they might just be leaving breadcrumbs and we might get some more information about the Nord Dimension when we see her in the Marvels. Um, but I wish that we would have leaned into that a little bit more. I wish we had a little bit more information on, um, what was that boy name? The one that she liked. Uh, the one that's kind of like the bad guy. Well, he comes off like he's going to become like a villain eventually. Yeah. Um, that was Kamran. Kamran. So I would have loved to know more about Kamran. When was he born? Um, are they around the same age? Who is his daddy? Like stuff like mm-hmm. that. I would like to know more. Like, but those are just like dove cat things. Some people may not care about that, but I like the background. I like knowing um, and kind of seeing where the story is unfolding. So that was one thing. I would have loved more stuff with her family because they were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all, I laughed hard when her daddy came in there with that incredible Hulk um, suit on. 
with the with the abs built into mm-hmm. um whatever their traditional wear is. I was hollering. That thing was funny to me. I, <laughs> it was funny. So those types of things I would have loved to have seen more. But I think they did a really, really good job, honestly. I felt like it was a concise story. It was a complete <laughs> one. I I think it was one of the more complete things mm-hmm. they've done. So mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't have a lot of critiques of that series. Mm-mm. I think that I think the pacing was probably some of the better pacing of the series that they had. Um, I guess if there was something, I would have loved for them to be a little bit more of the display of her powers. Mm-hmm. Like I love that we got to see her progressively get better with them. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's that comic book nerd in me who loves to see powers. Mm-hmm. Like I, I it's like if we got an X-Men movie and then we only got one fighting sequence. So like, no, these are the people who they're defined by their powers. Mm-hmm. I would love to have seen a little bit more of that. And it wasn't a very interesting twist to make her a mutant. Yeah. I thought it was, but, um, too. but yeah, I think that was one of the more complete ones. Now Thor love and thunder. Y'all let me tell you something. I'm not as harsh of a critic of movies and stuff that JB is. Um, Mm -hmm. I would feel like I'm very, very fair. um, Mm -hmm. A little lax on the judgment, whatever. Um, I'll say this. I did not hate Love and Thunder, right? Mm -hmm. Did not hate it. Um, I thought the goats were hilarious per the huge. Even when they were screaming, I probably a little too much. I laughed every time they screamed because I thought it was funny. Um, But I... Did not need Lady Thor. I did not need Jane. I did not not stress enough how much I thought that she was just so unnecessary. Just unnecessary. I I just didn't get why she was there. Y'all just wanted her there for the sake of it being Natalie Portman. But I don't I don't care about her. Never did. She could honestly, she could have died when she got diagnosed, and I would have been fine. I don't care about her. Honestly, that would have been a great way of doing this movie like you know thor already having gone through the trauma of what happened with thanos yes how he could have done better he's working to improve himself he's going through this stuff and then that happens send him into a different type of grief make him almost villainous Mm. like like he's going through so much and having to build himself out of they keep doing it to wanda Baby, let's see one of these male characters have to do something like that, and I think he would have been a great person to do that with. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a god and seeing all this stuff happening, and knowing that a lot of stuff that is happening to these other people will never happen to you because you're a god, and being resentful of other guys after you find out that other people aren't doing things. I can see him almost siding with Gore a little bit in the beginning until he starts to find himself again, like, yo, this isn't really the way to handle this. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to seen a character shift like that for him. We might get it if he comes back. I'll tell you one thing, though. Um, They let me down with Gore. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like the times that he was on screen, I loved him. Um, but I could have got more gore. I would have liked to see him a little been a little bit more ruthless. Um, from what I understand, if I'm not mistaken, he was, but Disney was like, nah, 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 nah. So I don't mm, I don't know um who's to blame for that. But I would have loved to have seen more of gore be a little bit more um bloodthirsty, a little bit more ruthless. I would have loved to have seen that. Um, what else? 
they don't ever play and i'm not even talking about even like romantic even though i would love for it to happen but you know um valkyrie love the ladies she like mm-hmm. she like she like a coochie and that's fine but i still like i feel like those thor and valkyrie have chemistry as actors they get along mm-hmm. you get you can i can feel it and they don't ever really play into that which is why i loved i love them in um in men in black because you mm-hmm. can see it even like the film was all right i love those two together because it's like it, it just it kind of goes you could have played all Valkyrie and Thor, and they kind of did a little bit when he was like, when she he was like, "Where's one place we can go?" And she's like, "We can go here." Like they kind of finishing each other's sentences, and mm-hmm. they to me have more of a connection and more of a chemistry than Jane and Thor. I'm still mad that they wasted Sif. Wasted her. Like she's a com- they completely wasted someone who actually could have been a pretty prominent character within the Thor series. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I love Valkyrie. I love Tessa Thompson. I love what they did with her. Great. But you've had a woman in here from the moment the show, the series started. Yep. She was introduced in the very first one. And y'all did nothing with her. And then in this one, she had all of, what, four minutes in the whole movie? Mm-hmm. And three and a half of those minutes was her laid out on the ground. Trying to die. Thinking she was about to go to Valhalla. And they were like, no, you can't because you got to die during battle, which was another issue continuity issue because later on they were like oh jane went there jane wasn't in battle she was fighting she was not in battle when she was in when well, she died true. well that's true that's true because because sif was laying down as a result of a battle but she didn't technically die in battle they were like oh no nah, you ain't gonna go mm-hmm. and she gonna send her up there uh-uh. so but yeah thor was not thor was a strong average film very Mm-hmm. very strong average it wasn't terrible it wasn't great there were great elements like the fight in the shadow realm that was cinematically beautiful but there weren't enough of those moments for me mm-hmm. okay Agreed. that brings us to what i consider the worst offering of 2022 for the mcu mm-hmm. she hulk attorney at law can i just say that tia maslani my seat what's her name I always hate when as soon as you ask me, like everything goes blank in my mind. Tatiana Maslani. Tatiana Maslani. Let me just say this: I think she was good casting for She Hope. Mm-hmm. Everything that I looked up about the character and everything that I read and how she played up in comics and stuff like that, I think they perfect casting, right? And I mm-hmm. hope that they keep they use her in like future projects as She Hope because I think she was a good She Hope. But they let my girl down with this series. I don't know if it was the showrunner or the writers or what. And yeah. and I was able, cause I was, and then the part of the problem was, is that I was going into this as a comic book TV show, as opposed and expecting all the action, and all this other good stuff, as opposed to it just being a legal dramedy and going from mm-hmm. that. Once I, that kind of changed in my mind, I was able to enjoy the show a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I still feel like mm, it was just, it, it fell flat. And I don't think that's on, on the person they actually cast for She-Hulk. She could, there ain't nothing she could mm-hmm. do. I don't know the showrunner. What's her name? I didn't, I don't, she, I don't think, know if this is her first rodeo, but she need a little bit more practice. Cause I ain't like that. Yeah, and I think that one of the things that they at her uh, Jessica Gao. Yeah, that's her name. But one of the things that I think also played against them is the fact that they marketed the show, letting us know that Daredevil was going to be in it. 
with and Crash. which you know is great but at the same time and then not only did they market the show saying that he was going to be in it but someone also said oh and he's not just going to be in like one or two episodes they made it seem like oh he's going to be a prominent person once he's introduced when he was first introduced oh that was a that was easily one of my favorite episodes yeah. of the whole season but it was like the but then but then he was gone he was gone then he popped up and it was just like y'all teased him multiple episodes before like we saw his suit and then we didn't get him for three episodes later i'm wondering if maybe he was in it a little bit more and they cut it maybe could be could be and now she she's done a lot of writing she um she need more practice as a showrunner she needs more practice for this because i didn't think it was good but she's mm, no this this i haven't seen any of her other stuff oh she done writing for robot chicken i love robot chicken but um but she she's done animated stuff but this was she the uh, only shows that she had done. She was an executive producer for before this. It was one. It was called Easter Sunday. It was an American comedy film. Um, and then it was She Hope, and they both came out in twenty twenty two. So I don't know. I mean, but, I, maybe I, I yeah. Mean, it, she's an Emmy winner. I can't. I know she may be talented, but to me, this 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 won't it. This won't it. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Yeah, I think that. You're right. We definitely had to adjust our thinking mm-hmm. with this show. Um, and I think once I did start approaching it as a legal comedy, I think that I was able to appreciate some of it more. And while the finale and her breaking the uh, fourth wall and busting through Disney Plus was really creative, it also made the show stupid. Yeah. Because she basically jumped through there, had a conversation with them, had them erase all of the craziness that happened, and then that was it. It was like, so what what happened with all of the story that built up to that moment? Like if it was gonna be like them doing that, she didn't like that. They pulled it back to just before they did that and then it flowed through to a whole nother mm-hmm. more a ending that made a little bit more sense, then I would have felt a little bit better about that. But for it to kinda for her to kind of express her discontent with things and like, okay, cool. Like, I wish they would have, um, the stuff like that she was doing towards the end, I wish that would have been trickled in throughout the series. Yes. Um, her jumping out, not saying that I need her to jump out of the Disney Plus sign every single episode, but maybe mm-hmm. even like maybe two or three episodes where she did that out of like different things. I think that would have been dope. Um, breaking the fourth wall or the third wall. Which one is the third wall? Fourth wall? Fourth wall. Fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. I like that. Um, I wish that she would have, um, I don't know, some of that stuff, the the episodes, the writing where she's leaning into the comments of what everybody is saying. I thought that was dope. They could have did a little bit more of that to really tease the folks who have been talking shit about it. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt like they kind of used Bruce, but they didn't use Bruce to the best of their ability. I feel like. Yeah, and I think that, that I think they were straddling a line. They were trying to determine, okay, would it be too much to have him in here too often if we're trying to showcase her? Like it's like they they probably looked at it like, okay, we want them to have a connection, but we don't want people to watch just expecting to see Bruce all the time. So it's like, and I think that they went to the stream route of just kind of eliminating him from the series for the most part, and then just randomly bringing him back, which I think that he could have been sprinkled throughout. And they could have saved this kid narrative that they threw at the very end with the, uh, tonight's night that I will fall for you. (laughs) They didn't need to do that part. It wasn't necessary. 
They'll make me change my mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, my bad. But yeah, so I don't know. It was the weakest effort. There have been reports that there will not be a season two. I don't care. Um, and I think I'm okay with that. I think that I wouldn't be shocked if we don't see her again until Secret Wars. Really? That long? Just because I'm like, I don't know where they'll fit her in. But I know that with the introduction of a lot of these shows, there there's not going to be a ton of content every year to showcase these new characters. And because I think that... From what I read, and it'll be something I discuss a little bit later, but they're only going to release three MCU series next year. Well, this year. Well, there was a lot on that calendar at one point mm-hmm. that we were going to get so much. I think that they really are thinking that maybe there is a such thing as Marvel fatigue. And maybe they were being a little bit overly ambitious with the amount of content they wanted to release. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm okay with them pulling back if that means that the quality of these other things is going to increase. Okay. But, yes. but you know how I feel. Next, you give me all Give me, I'll things. put it into my veins. <laughs> I love it. I've said that. I'm, I've always, and like I've said this before, before even Disney Plus was a thing, I, I would have loved, and I said this, I would love to have gotten like Marvel stuff, like their own streaming service. I would have loved that. The fact that we're getting it through Disney, cool. But give it to me. Put it in my veins. I love consuming all of it. Mm-hmm. Because even well, She-Hulk is mid. It's weak. But I've seen worse TV shows. Mm-hmm. So This is true. Okay, so the next piece, we only have two more. Well, three more left after. Well, including the one I'm about to say. Werewolf by Night. By probably my favorite. Mm. Probably my favorite. And only because... um. They wet my whistle a little bit about him. And I mm-hmm. wish that they would have um I wish that we would get more of him. And great casting too. Yes, great casting. And the way that he played him up, I loved it. Um, I'm not sure. Is he in the Midnight Suns? Um at this point, if they're introducing all the characters that are in the Midnight Suns and then for them not to do a Midnight Suns, I think is a misstep. Let's see. He is. Um, some people are wondering if he may lead them. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, 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 I'll say this. He didn't give me leadership qualities in Werewolf by Night. Not to say that he can't or that he doesn't in his regular life, but to me, he didn't seem mm-hmm. like a leader. But that's just- Yeah, to me, he was very shy. But that means that there's an opportunity for his character to grow. That's true. So he could get there, but as it stands, I agree right now. He just doesn't scream leader. Mm-mm. He screams shy comic relief in the background. Yes. The way that he was talking to that, he, what's that beast called? What was that thing? Man thing. Man thing. That was hilarious mm-hmm. to me. Do you hear me? I loved it. That whole thing. I loved, loved, loved it. I thought it was really, really good. It was well done. I know what they were trying to do with the black and white with all the blood and stuff. I thought I, I thought it was dope. I would love to see more for those two characters. I would love to even see more man thing. But I think Werewolf by Night was probably like top three for me. Yeah, that, it was a really good one. They did really well with that yes, one. I don't have a critique for it. I just wanted more of it. So that brings us to the biggest release of 2022 mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. I I liked it. I probably am 
in the minority for people who may have enjoyed it a little bit more than the first one. Um, but some of the things I didn't like about the first one also existed in the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, I do still think it was a little bit too long. Um, but I've seen it twice. And like I said before, the second time I saw it, I enjoyed it much more than I did the first time. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy the f- first Black Panther any more than I did the first time I saw it when I saw it. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that considering the circumstances, they did a really good job of continuing this Black Panther narrative, the story, considering we lost Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Um, watching it a second time, I thought that Letitia was so much better. Her character went through a lot yeah. of evolution. Like looking at how she was in the first one, looking at how I think that even the circumstances of the blip and go, gone, being gone and coming back made her grow. Mm-hmm. Because her character had evolved a lot more from one film to the next. Yep. And then to have to grow through the grief from your brother, grow through the grief from your mother, having to deal with, do I want revenge or do I just want to be able to say I feel okay? Because mm. that's what it, to me, started to come down to. She knew that whether she killed someone or not, it wasn't going to make things better. Mm-hmm. Like, do I need, how do I need to approach this? Like, can I live with the fact that someone else's death will not make me feel better? And then, also with that, I mean, she even says it in the film. She says, we um, have both been consumed by vengeance. And it's just like, mm-hmm. she knows that the pe- she knows that if she were to do anything to him, that it would just be this perpetual war that kept going and going and going. And, and they would lose. They would. They, they would, would lose. And Because um, they almost lost that. They did. There were like eight of them left on that ship when all of Talakan started climbing up. Yes. Like, yo, this is about to be the end of you. So, so yeah, I um, I people like I said, I enjoyed Wakanda Forever. I thought it was a beautiful film. Um, mm-hmm. it was a there was a certain heaviness to it that I think mm-hmm. lends itself to the theme of the film, which was grief. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and the the phase. Yes, and I, exactly phase. Five has really been um, phase four has really been um, heavy because people are kind of recovering and putting their lives back together from the blip. And um, I think that it was a, just a little too heavy, but it lends itself to the theme of um, what's been going on. And like, mm-hmm. I thought it was done in a way it was beautiful. And I think that Ryan Coogler, he, I mean, he said it's a very human emotion. Grief is a very human emotion. People go through grief. Mm -hmm. People may not necessarily, especially with um, some of the heaviness of being like in a pandemic, in a pandemic, it's like people may not have want to have seen all of that heaviness, but I feel like it was kind of necessary so that we can kind of bury Chadwick's T'Challa so that we can move forward. And I feel like it Mm -hmm. was a beautiful tribute to him. And I just, I loved it. I know there was a lot of people critiqued it, just stupid critiques about Letitia Wright being so small. How can she fight? And look at the Mexicans and the black people are fighting each other. We're against da 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 da, all of that stuff. And I don't know, at the core of it, I think it was a beautiful film. I think it was a great send off for Chadwick. And um, it's in my top three. Miss mm-hmm. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was definitely a strong one. Yeah, Werewolf by Night and Wakanda Forever are my my faves. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, of this year, definitely. Oh, God, Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special was good, though. That one was very, it was a shocker, especially for me, because I do not like Christmas shows, movies, music. I don't like any of that stuff. Neither do I. So, so the Guardians of the Galaxy special, it tapped into something that I did not know that I had, and I appreciated them for it. I And it made me excited for what we're going to get in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, I don't. I love that they finally gave uh, Mantis a little bit more of a role because she's always been background to me. And this time giving her the stage showed that if she wanted to or if they wanted to, they really could use her to leverage a lot of what's going on, especially considering they haven't really used her to a full ability. In fact, we saw more of what she could do in this movie, despite there being no fighting sequences really right more here like the fact that when she was jumping around we saw how athletic she was that we never got to see in any of the other films she was in they only really utilized her to do the mind game stuff she was creepy as hell i'm sorry Mm -hmm. oh god she scared me a little bit just a little bit Mm -hmm. i'm glad that they gave us that and then um I don't know. It's going to be good. I'm I'm excited to see what's going to come next. But the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special was a pleasant surprise to end out the year. And I think that in a way, it was a great way for us to um, not really have Chris Pratt front and center. And he wasn't. It wasn't about him. It really that was Mantis's show, if we're being honest. Mm hmm. Yeah, Mantis and Drax carried that. It was all about them. And he just happened to be present. Which I enjoyed, but mm-hmm. that's all we got in 2022. It was still a lot. It was still a lot. So next year, we're supposed to get Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Miss Marvel. I mean- The Marvels. The Marvels. Is there something else? Well, show-wise, we know we're going to get Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What else? Let me see. That's it. Let's see. We're getting Guardians. Um, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, Guardians. It's coming out next year. Guardians? Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking about the TV show. Oh, I no. can't remember. TV show, Loki and Secret Invasion. They, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. So. Secret Invasion feels like it's going to be a game changer. Oh, Ironheart is still coming out next oh, year. Oh, shit. I forgot about Riri. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. So that's three shows? Four shows? Three shows? Yeah. Well, they they committed to three shows next year, which will be Loki, Secret Invasion, and Ironheart. So Secret Invasion looks like it may come first, and then Loki is going to be around the summertime, and then Ironheart will be in the fall. Do we know? I haven't watched. I haven't really, really watched a trailer like that or any of the breakdowns. Is is Loki going to fit into, like, because I feel like they really... Loki was kind of responsible for introducing us to Kang, but like, is his show going to kind of reach into the broader MCU this se- this second season? I think so. Um, in fact, I believe that this is supposed, his show is probably going to connect even more to everything that's happening with Kang. Um, but they haven't really released a lot about Loki for us to truly know how that's going to be. Oh, they're claiming that What If may be still releasing early next year? It took too long in between. I don't care about What If. If it comes, it comes. Yeah. I'll watch it. So it's that. So What If, Secret Invasion, 
I think Echo's been pushed to 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, Loki, Ironheart, I believe the X-Men 97 is supposed to come out in the fall. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that, I think Agatha might have been pushed out. I have to, I have to rewatch. It's been a long time since I've seen X-Men. Let me see. There's rumor that the release schedule for Agatha may be pushed out i'm not sure so we don't know what's going to happen with her but i feel like they they haven't even really started filming too much for that they haven't feel, started filming for ads like that so i just feel like it would make sense for them to push that out mm-hmm. um and to me her show doesn't scream it's going to connect too heavily into other stuff yet mm-hmm. so i think that's probably one of those shows that could release at any given point as long as it doesn't release after we see Wanda again. Do you think we'll see Wanda in her series? Rumors are saying that she may make an appearance. Um, they say that the storyline is actually supposed to be kind of sort of revolved around um, Wiccan. But I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Well, I guess I'll I'll use this as to, a way to quickly move into some of the other blurry news that I did come across. Um, okay. Wakanda Forever is supposed to be releasing on Disney Plus on January the 20th. Mm-hmm. So that means it'll be coming out about 70 days after it was in theater. So they gave it a good lengthy time in theaters, which well, I, mean, I expected made, I because of how successful that it was. They made, it made all the money it was going to make. I can't. And it made a lot. Mm-hmm. It was profitable. And then another thing, apparently there are rumors that Disney will be doing... T- two more Halloween specials. I don't know if that means they'll be happening both this year, mm-hmm. but I think because of the success of uh, Werewolf by Night, I think they want to capitalize on that, mm-hmm. which I don't mind. Do that. Make it a yearly thing. There's enough content out there that you can play with to really create. It's almost like The Simpsons. Every year they have a Halloween episode. Oh, it's okay. We can, we can have something like that every year and I will take all of the things. Um, let's see. There's a there are talks that on January the 9th we'll be getting an exclusive look trailer to Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. The game starts at 7 30. I'll be watching it because we watch college football a lot, but um, so I'll probably see it real time. Mm-hmm. But yes, that would be coming soon, which I'm hoping would be just snatch my wig. Give me more of the things. Give me more Jonathan Majors. Just get, take all of my hair. I don't need edges. I'm bald anyway. Get out of here. It's interesting <laughs> because I have been watching. Something came up. I don't know if you sent me an article or a TikTok or something about Cassie Lang. They've aged her up to being 18. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if they've aged her up to 18. Um... Kate Bishop for Reebok is around that same age. Um, what they are—they are building a Young Avengers. I, I would think. When do you think it would come? Before or after Secret Wars? Um, for which one? Young Avengers. I don't know, but I think maybe. Honestly, you know what they might do. They might do exactly what they did in Endgame. Remember when they they assembled all of the women? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a group. What What are the names in the comics? What are they called? Um, the A Force, I believe that's what they're what called. They call? A Force. 
Where's my phone? Where it's like a combination of a lot of characters. Like I know one of the combinations at one point was called it included Captain Marvel, Valkyrie Storm, mm-hmm. um, Kamala Khan, um, Kitty Pride, and some others. So and we got them in the in game, a version of them in in game. So I wouldn't be shocked if during Secret Wars, if they do it in a way where people are broken up into groups to battle that one of the groups would be all of the Young Avengers together mm-hmm. rather than giving them a series. Because I don't necessarily, I don't need it. I don't know if I care enough about a series. Yeah, but I'm wondering, I don't know. I think it was um, the fact that he, I don't know why he said that, but he confirmed that she was 18, which lets me know mm-hmm. that puts her right on par with how old Kate Bishop is supposed to be. And then she's, and Riri is 19, so right. I can Riri see them pulling her into that too. It's right there too. So I don't know. I'm curious of what they're going to do with all these characters before or after Secret Wars. Because um, I would just hate to see them be put to bed after Secret Wars. Um, but I don't know. It's And, and aren't they talking about there being like an aged up Wiccan in um, Agatha? So it's like, mm-hmm. what are y'all trying to do? Yep. I truly think that they're. They're going to create the Young Avengers, which will eventually take over the mantle to be the new Avengers. Mm. They'll be the ones leading things. They just have to build some type of connection with us first before they do it. Mm. We'll see. So I found some interesting news about Black Panther. Ooh, hit me. So it was an arc. Like, who is it? Letitia was being speaking on the Empire podcast. And they asked her to talk them through the emotions that she had putting on the suit and stepping on the set. But she said it was bittersweet. She said Shuri was always going to do it, but it was going to be done in a different way where her brother was going to be alongside her. That way that T'Challa and Shuri would both be Black Panthers together mm-hmm. and try to figure out how to defend the nation together. I think that would have been really cool. It would have been really cute. I like, I, I, for some reason, I feel like in the comics, they don't always get along. Yeah, I mean, they're brothers and sisters. I mean, um, they're, they're siblings, so that's, yeah. I guess it's natural. Um, But like, in a way, I don't know, almost like an adversary to T'Challa type of situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they didn't go this route for them in the series or in the movies. Um, I love the fact that they were so close and that they were going to play into that relationship. And and it sucks mm-hmm. that we won't get that. Um, but shoulda, woulda, coulda is all we got. Or what we would have loved mm-hmm. to have seen. Um, because the plot, honestly, the plot for um, Black Panther 2 seems legit yes and i would have loved that um but then we also wouldn't have i don't know i don't know if we would have gotten that evolution of shuri and yeah i like a more mature shuri i do and i hate that she had to mature in this way um but i don't know i like the shuri that we have and i hate that we got her in the way that we did um, but I'm glad that she here that she's here, and I'm wondering what that means for Wakanda, and I'm wondering what that means for Baby T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and since we're talking about Black Panther, one last piece of news: as of last week, uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is now the top-grossing female-led superhero movie in the domestic box office. So. It has passed Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman, Black Widow, and some others. So, like, right now, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever is domestic. Well, not including last weekend. It's sitting at $429 million, mm-hmm. which it sees Captain Marvel at 426 
Wonder Woman at 412 and some of these other numbers that are a little lower, I don't even want to mention. Okay. Because um, I did not realize that the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie did as terrible as it did. Ooh. But it also released in 2020, which was around the onset of COVID. But it was also not that great of a film. Oh, did you ever watch that? I did not. Mm. Think- okay, so while we're talking about that, y'all, let me go ahead and throw this out here because um, I feel like he about to shame me, y'all. Oh, yeah, because so, Dovetech tried to guilt me into seeing um, uh, uh, Avatar over again. <laughs> Um, she said, oh, you should watch it for content purposes. And I was like, oh, it's funny how, you know, we're watching things for content, uh, content purposes when we went two years with, of doing the podcast before she finally watched Deadpool. And then we just hear it now that for content purpose, content purposes, she still hasn't seen Birds of Prey. Was I supposed to watch Birds of Prey? You could have. Let me tell y'all something. I'm, mm-hmm. I am of the mind that I am really trying to be independent in thought when mm-hmm. watching these films and not taking people people's word for it. But he just said mm-hmm. it wasn't a great film, but he wants me to watch it. Yeah, you want to... I, I watched Green Lantern. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I watched Green Lantern. Okay, I have so... I have, you know what? I, I wouldn't say that Birds of Prey is actually terrible. I do think that there were some opportunities to get better. I do feel like their characters and their abilities should have been highlighted a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people don't realize that this actually happened. The movie was originally released called Birds of Prey. But after it was released, there was such, there wasn't much reception to it Mm -hmm. that they actually changed the name of the movie. It went from Birds of Prey to Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. And then now it's it's being labeled Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Mm. Like, that's... They they were not doing well with it just being Birds of Prey because truthfully, if you're not very familiar, it doesn't scream this is a DC thing. Right. It doesn't scream that I should even know these people. But Harley Quinn was in it. I think that it was it had a lot of good moments. Harley Quinn was actually pretty exceptional. Journey Smollett was not. I was actually really shocked to hear that she was going to get a spinoff series. And that's um, you talked about how she wasn't that great, and I was just like, and that she was getting a series. I said, did people ask for it? <clears throat> well, okay, so let me correct myself. It's not that she wasn't great. It was the fact that they didn't utilize Black Canary properly. Mm. Because Black Canary's character, her whole thing is that she has this super high scream, like a supersonic ah, scream, people flying everywhere. We saw it one time in the entire film. It went towards the end? Yeah, and when she does it, Dove Cat, she passes out. Oh, God. Every time? She screams one time. She only did it once. Oh, my God. We never saw it again. <laughs> she screamed one time, passed out, and then that was the end of her using her abilities. And I'm like, no, these screams need to be coming. Like, sis should be sending people across the board in these screams. And? So it was, there were... I think that they could have portrayed people's abilities a lot better and it would have been received a little bit better. Um, But that was probably the bigger issue. But I guess they're still moving forward. Um, It says that 
Set photos revealed the visual references to the character was set to be made in the 2022 Batgirl movie before its cancellation. So I don't know if her series is still going to happen. And DC, I'll never forgive you for not giving me the opportunity to say yay or nay to Batgirl. Right. But let's see. Okay. Let me see. I'm going to try to narrow down some of the other stuff I have. Okay. Um, I think I mentioned this to you already through messages, but apparently the new DCU reboot slate is expected to be revealed sometime this month. It said um, January 6th, right? Well, they, they haven't. That was a tentative date, but it hasn't really been confirmed if that's going to be it. But James Gunn said that. Peter Safran and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share more exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of next year. The only project that's been confirmed so far is that there's going to be a Superman movie that's going to be rented by James Gunn and be focusing on a younger Clark Kent as he starts to cross paths with key people like Lois Lane and probably Lex Luthor, which is screaming Smallville. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Can I just say, mm-hmm. can I just say that I have um, have been saying that the issue with, and I, I shared that TikTok with you of William, it's not William Levy, that's that Cuban boy. What's his name that plays Shazam? Uh, Zachary Levy. Zachary Levy, my bad. So when Zachary Levy mm-hmm. talk about how Marvel has done a better job of bringing di- more diverse faces to the table. Um, I think that's really kind of been the issue with DC and just using the same three characters to introduce um, and try to do whatever. All I'm saying is this, guys. If y'all want to do Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman or Aquaman as y'all four foundational characters that y'all want to start with, cool. But can we also bring in other characters along the lines that go with these storylines who are of color, who are different from these white bread characters that we keep getting? Mm-hmm. I don't care. How many times are y'all going to tell the same Superman story? How many times? That was one of the things that made um, Tom Holland Spider-Man great. We didn't have to watch him get bit. We knew it by now. Now let's just dive into his background. Like if you, if we, I don't, I don't want to see Clark Kent come to earth in another egg. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I don't, don't want to see it. I don't want to see him wrapped up in a blanket that's got an S on it. If you're going to give me a baby Superman, mm-hmm. I want everybody to have already been introduced and made. I want- I'm hoping that they don't even show us that part. I hope that they just show us like he's already here. He's a kid and they just start hinting at his abilities. They come out and then we go from there. I don't even want I want him to know that he already has. I want him to already know that he has abilities. I want him to. I already mean, he know- has them, but the other people don't. Right. I want him to know that he's adopted. I want to know that his cornbread fed mama and daddy in them wheat fields. I want him to know that they're not his parents. I want him to already know that. I want him to mm-hmm. already have an anti-hero type relationship with Lex Luthor, and I want him to be head over heels, lusty in love with Lois Lane. If that's where y'all are going, let it already be there. Start there and go. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because how y'all keep recreating the same story and expecting the same results, I'll never know. I'll never know. Is it gonna be it's funny? insanity? Since James Gunn it's is writing it, is it gonna be funny? I hope not. I really serious? hope not. Like, I'm about to go look at his stuff because I feel like he's probably done serious before. 
and we at least know that he knows how to be serious mm-hmm. in even in his comedies. Let's see. So he's done some horror before. He done yeah, okay, so he can do series. He okay. did Brightburn, he did the Belko experiment. So he, he has the ability. So it's there. Oh, he did Dawn of the Dead, which is like my favorite. But anyway. Um, let's see. I think there was one last thing that I wanted to mention. So I think after the last time we recorded, it came out that The Rock released a statement to say that he talked to James Gunn and that he would not, however, be in the first iteration of these films that James Gunn has planned and that they would be working together to determine when Black Adam could resurface in the future. He seemed to make the conversation come off like it was a positive one. And that this his character will not just be written off. But I mean, technically, he I think The Rock purchased the rights to that character. Hmm. So technically, I think he owns Black Adam. So it, yes, if they were, and I could be wrong, y'all, but if that's the case, if that's the case, then yeah, they're gonna have to talk to him if they want to introduce him later. He probably gonna have it in a clause that it has to be him. I don't know. It's, it looks like it's still Warner Brothers. Or did he just get the movie I'm, rights? Mm-hmm. Child, I don't know either. I'm looking up stuff, but yeah, I think he. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't think he technically owns anything. I mean, truthfully, if they wanted to, he might have been struck up a deal related to the movie as far as what he would be getting with release and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. But I don't know if he could. He would own it, but. I'm not shocked that this happened. I would not want to be introducing him to anything anytime too soon either, especially the way he had so much mouth when everything was happening with Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. He messed that up. And and, and did not know that they shared, well, at one point shared the same management, Um, which, honest, if I'm being honest, it's kind of a conflict of interest. That's his Mm ex-wife, mother of his child. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm... mm, But... What's his, uh, Zachary Levi made a post um, on what? Because he's always the one talking. He addresses the future of things and he made a post that said, um, everyone just take a breath. I know we've seen some characters, some actors that are taking an exit, and I know that's difficult. That's difficult for even me. You know what I mean? I was hoping I would get to work with a lot of these folks, but it's just not the way it's going to go down. And then he said, whoever is still out there, all drummed up and pissed off, just trust that James is so. And then dot, dot, dot. He understands comic books. He understands world building. He understands how to do right by the canon and also right by the characters and also by the audience. And Peter is an incredible diplomat and business person. I've worked with him for years. Mm. So just breathe. It's going to be okay. It's going to be better than okay. But we have to give them that. We have to give them some respect and trust in that. These are my two cents. You can take them for whatever you want. Right. And that's kind of like what we've been saying. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, we feel like this is needed. Like you just said earlier, why would you keep doing the same things expecting different results? Right. Let them make the changes that need to be made and let's see where it goes. If it still fails, then you know what? It is what it is. At least y'all are consistent. But (laughs) if it doesn't, then be happy as a fan of the content that you're finally getting something that you can connect with. Right. So... But with that said, I am going to go ahead and move us into the very last thing. Avatar, The Way of Water. 
so Avatar The Way of Water came out on December the 16th because we have lives and things. We were not able to see it immediately when it came out. However, we have both seen it. Dovecat has seen it twice. And the second time was against my will. Yeah. But what were your thoughts? Or should I do my thoughts? Because you I didn't do your care thoughts about first. Because mine are different. Okay. Okay, so full transparency, guys. I have no intentions on ever watching the first one again. Um, I watched the first one in theaters. I was incredibly excited about it, and then I was bored. Um, And it was incredibly long for no damn reason. I still, to this day, do not understand why that movie particularly made as much money as it did. I don't understand it. Like, I just think because it was Y'all really went to the movies that many times to see that same long-ass movie? I I just think it was different. But but the thing was, it was only different in visuals. That's like, but but the 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 story was not unique. It was not. It was just some white people being where they ain't need to be again with people who were minding their business. But Avatar: The Way of Water. I watched this um, through an alternative method last week. <laughs> I love how you say that. <laughs> <laughs> And I will say this with my whole chest, that it was, to me, much better than the first one. Mm. I enjoyed it much better than the first one. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that a lot of the events that took place in this movie would not have happened had someone had a belt on hand to whoop these kids' asses. These were some bad I don't listen to anything, kids. And every time it happened, I'm like, so y'all just not going to handle this. Because let these ki- children have grown up in the household of Cheryl. Baby. These kids would be walking around acting like they, they you know how you're supposed to act in public. Baby. You know how you're supposed to act in mixed company. Oh, you got a lot of mouth to say about these other grown people. You better go back there and play in them trees with your friends. <sighs> so they, they were Trigger. a lot for me. <laughs> Visual. It was a very good film. Mm -hmm. Visually, you can see the budget was used pretty well. There were some moments that I messaged Dovecat about as I was watching where visually it kind of looked weird. Specifically, the underwater sequence where the monster is trying to eat one of the badass boys. It just looked a little off to me, almost slight. The monster looked slightly cartoony to me. Looked again because you said something about it, and you're right. It wasn't like yeah. bad, bad, but I saw it. Yeah, exactly it was what just like when saying. you look at how the people looked, and then when you see this, it was like there was a big difference between the amount of time and effort put into the characters when you compared it to how that monster was trying to get him. Um, so that that kind of stood out to me, but um, James Cameron, duh, he has a lot of mouth. Um, he is a good person when it comes to world building. Mm-hmm. He dedicates a lot of time and effort into world building. Um, the water tribe, whose name I don't remember, Mike Mykaina? Mike. They, um, I I told Dove Cat this and this. So there's an episode about this. I'm sure it was on our Black Panther recap episode. I specifically said that Black Panther did an injustice to Telecom mm-hmm. because they did not show us underwater like we wanted to see underwater. It was very dark. And granted, I will give them this. The the, the people in Avatar, they were not as deep underwater 
as Tyler Khan is. Tyler Khan was down there like Alice in Wonderland and fell through a hole. We done slid down here and we've been popped up at the bottom and like close to the mm-hmm. the core is what it felt like. However, Barter plays very well with light. Yep. You can see that from this film, it there was lots of reflection of light everywhere and it created such a vibrant and bright underwater experience. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Now, I don't care about these damn kids swimming. I don't care about some of this other stuff. I don't care. Because that stuff did not build anything to me. Like I told Dove Cat, some people might look at that and say that, oh, it helped bond characters. No, these characters were bonded by trauma that they caused because they wanted that's how they grew together like that whole sequence with him out there almost about to get eaten and he bonded with this little sea well creature or whatever it is he came back and did not snitch on the other kid and now they friends like it was just like oh he almost killed you but i understand but now we're besties like they they bonded off of trauma they did not bond because they swam right they bonded because they all almost died together so it's like some of these things that would have been cute and even James Cameron has commented about how there are people who did not like those scenes and he said himself that he felt like those scenes were people who would like that stuff bye but um, action was plentiful throughout I was so thankful for the opening sequences that kind of did recaps because I can't tell you shit about that first one I can't like there were moments I'm watching it and I'm sending the of cat text messages because I didn't even know Sigourney Weaver's character had died. And I don't think they did a really good job of letting us know that Kiri is technically her. She did. They did. Not well enough for me to fully understand it because they still talk to her like she was their siblings. Well, she is. No, she ain't. That ain't her. She, <laughs> she, they said that she miraculously got pregnant. They don't know who the daddy is. Okay, where's Mary. Kiri. That's where's your Joseph? That, well, that's what it that's where I think they're going with that. Um, your boy E V seems to feel the same way. Yeah, I was I don't know. To me, I felt like this these random moments that somehow be happening, I don't like that. Like how so, somehow the avatar that she was in there was pregnant, but then she died. And then they put the consciousness of her inside the baby that was inside the thing. But they didn't do that. It just happened. I know. That's why this is weird. And they don't like they're. But to me, those type of things aren't interesting enough for me to be like, oh, I wonder if they're going to talk about that in the next film. They are. Because that means I got to sit through a whole nother three hours and 40 minutes for them to get to the part of the story that explain how this whole ended up inside this thing. I think that I think they're going to leave with that because the next film is the seed bearer. And I think that's who she is. Um, And I could be totally wrong. It could definitely be that the um the badass boy Loak. It could easily be him. But I think yeah, I think it, it, it's probably one of those two. I think it's either little little white boy or her. But I think. But then I also her. don't understand how weird she is. Like, why sit in here having seizures in the water? Mm. What is wrong with you? Who? Where are your medical professionals? Somebody needs to check on you. Side note: the band, the villain. I don't know his name. But him and his boys, they got in their avatar outfits and said, "Okay, now let's go to the nearest tattoo parlor." Like, I'm sorry, you got an avatar and you ran somewhere to get a sleeve? What's funny, though, is I think, I, I think, I think if they had a sleeve, if that's, I think that's what they look like. I don't understand. If I'm being honest, <laughs> if I can interject just a little bit, 
I'm not really understanding the because they were dead. All of them are dead. Mm-hmm. Well, were dead. Their humans were killed, and they didn't. And I and they explained it a little bit. So I'm like, but I was just like, so all of this was going on in Earth, and Doctor Augustine didn't know nothing about it. It was top secret, like mm-hmm. that type of that type of thing. That's what I, I didn't yeah. understand. But I was, I so, guess, go ahead. I don't mm-hmm. know. No, so that that was something for me. The little white boy. It's giving. I was raised in a black neighborhood, and these are the type of people I like to be around. That's what it's giving. <laughs> black scent. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. He was. That's what it was giving. And then I can. Okay. I'm gonna say if there's something that I'm looking forward to of a sequel, it is something that you probably would not be expecting to be the thing I am most interested about. Okay. However, I cannot wait until Natiri finds out that this little boy saved this man at the bottom of the ocean, helped him get away and ain't said a word after she spared his little life because she would have taken him out. She ain't like him from jump. She said, as soon as they got on the screen, he needs to be with his people. You know what, y'all? I told I told this to JB. I told him, I was just like, even though she don't claim her blackness, she is... <laughs> Listen to black women. She ain't like that little boy since the very beginning. The moment she saw him running up with the people, like he needs to be with his people. First thing that came out of her mouth. The very beginning, she said that she ain't like that little boy. And now he done saved Colin O'Quarich, whatever your name is, saved him. First of all, he should have been dead anyway. In the water, just. (laughs) Because he, he put him in the whole sleeper hole and was just underwater. Just there for a while. This wasn't like a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. Like they had enough time to discuss what they were planning on doing to go save people. Nateri ain't here fighting through, looking like it, it screamed like a sequence from like Alien, mm-hmm. where they like was trying to get her and the, the child out, and they jumping through area to area. It looked like something from Alien. Well, but, I mean, ain't it the same director? I, there you go. Because I'm that's how he got to join um, Sigourney. What's her name? Sigourney, uh, yeah, Sigourney Weaver. They met. That's how they got tight. Was through aliens, which is why he want her in the way of water. Um. So yeah, yeah, she he did aliens. So I'm like, I can see that. That screamed that. Um, Natiri is not to be fucked with. Baby, let me tell you something. I want her. I'm picking Natiri every time. Every time I'm going with her. Every she time. She was when. And the thing that I think makes her sequences special is that this girl be running up into crowds of people with a bow and arrow, with like three arrows, and be wearing people out. Wearing them out, man. Wearing them out. Wearing them out. I was like, I was like, yo, no wonder when Jake, he, whenever he goes into battle, his wife is right there behind him at all times. And I understand that she, the Terry ain't no punk. Mm-mm. She, yo, yo, um, she's my favorite character, hands down, dog. Um, from the very beginning, she's been my favorite character. And even in this film, as like a mama, when every time she was badass, every time she was on screen. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, when she was saving them, when they got captured the first time and she called him a demon. 
Did, wait, did, did, I'm gonna kill you. Did that corporal, whatever, did he already know that that little white boy was his son? It wasn't until it was brought back to his attention. Was it like later when she said a son for a son, or did nah, she he he knew know? Before then. He knew before then. Okay. Because he was like, because he like, he said that I have all the, you have all the memories up until the point that you die. So, of course, the, mm-hmm. in his memories, he would know that he had a son. And it wasn't until they brought mm-hmm. it to his attention that that was his son. When he got, but he found out when he got captured, that was his son. Okay. Um, yeah. Did they tell him? He knew. The little boy already knew that that I was I already knew who was, because he, because he talks about it. When they were, um, cause they were in the lab and they were asking about Kiri's dad and they were teasing her. Oh. And he was like, it's, he was like, it's okay not to know anything about your dad or not be proud of who your daddy is. Got it. And, um, cause she was like, cause Kiri was like, you not like Kiri's baby daddy is him too. I mean, daddy is him. He's just out here just slanging it. I hope not. Just slanging it. That would be wild <laughs> to me. Cause then it would just be mm-hmm. weird. Cause I'm just like, how she just pop up pregnant? Mm-hmm. It's just weird. I, I, I want Jake to die. Like, I don't know when it needs to happen, but I just don't. Is it bad? I just don't get his purpose. <laughs> like, I don't understand his his need to live. Like, it just doesn't make Like, he just, he does not give me anything. I don't get anything from him. He doesn't scream a character I care about. Like, what, what, what is, okay, so tell me, what about Jake do you care about? Because the only thing that I halfway care about is the fact that he whipped my girl to Terry, and then if he gone, then she gonna be heartbroken. I know, but I don't care enough. I mean, she'll grieve and she'll get over it, because he, he ain't even parenting these kids. Like, because of the, I, exactly, but they be they the way these tribes have been looking, they they tend these kids tend to be afraid of the dad. Them kids don't they ain't scared of him. They not. He'd be like, oh, don't do this, and they be like, okay, and then five minutes later, they're doing exactly what they said he told them not to do. But then to the second power, that was the one. Like thing. they take it to the next level every time. These kids piss me off the whole time. <laughs> The whole I will give them. I laughed at him one time. When this Jake, when the boys got into the fight with the other boys, mm-hmm. and then he came back. He basically he did like a black person who was raising a, I mean, a white person raising a black neighborhood, <laughs> and asked him, "Well, because he he asked him what I know black parents will ask their kids sometimes. Oh, you got in a fight? Who won?" Yeah, that type and of thing. And he, he basically said this. The other one looked like he, you do. It was like worse. And it was like it was like a moment of, all right, cool. Cool, cool. That's cool. all I needed to Get know. out of here. You know, I, um, I, I, y'all, I'm, a, I'm sorry. I know all the negative things that people have said about Avatar, period. The series, the two films, I know what people have been saying about it. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It's a solid film. It's, it's, Do you think that the length of the film is justified by the content that's in it? The what of the film? The length of the film. Okay. Um, it's justified by the content that's provided in there. To me, I felt like this. This this film, I felt all the parts that they had, I felt like were necessary. Um, I'm trying to think of things they could have cut. Um, I don't know. The whole seizure, okay. The seizure thing I thought was unnecessary. 
I didn't think that. Was Especially good. considering the next time she did it, she was fine. But she didn't do it to the um the tree of spirits. That she did it to some other regular thing. Um, but the this the spirit tree or whatever it's called is their connection to AY. So to me, it made sense that she would have a seizure connecting to that. But the everything else, nah. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I, I don't know. I but me, I um I don't care about fluff. If to me it makes sense. I don't mm-hmm. care about what everybody else thinks. If people felt like that could have been cut off, whatever. Um, and just because of the type of filmmaker that James Cameron is, I think a lot of his stuff tends to be a little bit on the lengthier side if he feels like it tells the story. Who his Does eyes. Jake have a family? Who Jake? Mm-hmm. No. Like he ain't got no mama or nobody well, out sure there he that did. he just abandoned no. so he can be with Deary. On Earth, um, it was just him and his twin brother, which is why he got selected in the first place. Because his twin was identical. This is this is very important information that would have been remembered from the first Avatar film. Let's continue. Anyways, <laughs> but see, I don't know. Like I, I have that box DVD set that cost a bunch of money back then. I had all that with all the dele- added bonus, all the other good stuff, and I'm probably gonna do it again for the second one. Um, but they talk about there's a scene in like in the theatrical release. They just talk about what happened to his brother, but on the like the um on the bonus stuff. You find out that his brother was robbed at at gunpoint and was shot because he wouldn't give up whatever he got. And the reason why they came looking for Jake is so that they wouldn't lose money and all the money they had put into his avatar. They would use him since his DNA Mm -hmm. matched because they they were identical brothers. So that's that. But they don't ever talk about it. But he had no parents. They didn't talk about that. Hmm. They just basically said it was his brother. His brother was the smart one, and he was the basically the gun because he got it went into the military, and he was uh, he was paralyzed by a bullet while he was fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that on that. So no, he didn't have anybody on earth to leave behind. So hmm. that I guess is why it was easier for him to just kind of walk into that. Well, well, he can't. Well, <sighs> yep, yep, yep. You heard her say that. I didn't mean it. You heard her say that. Anyway, getting back to what First I First Barbara, think. now this one. Oh my God, stop it. No laugh. No, you're making it worse. Okay, y'all know what I mean. I wasn't even trying to be funny. Um, But okay, back to the film. Y'all, I know what y'all going to say about the whole white savior thing. I thought it was a solid film. I thought it was beautiful. Um, I think... They spent a lot of time with the um with the water tribe because they're probably we're probably gonna be seeing those kids later. Um, and we talk about what's how, how, Rono, Ronal, mm-hmm. whoever Kate Winslet's character, pregnant and fighting. Let me tell you something. He was like, I think you should stay. She was like, They killed my sister. Nah, <laughs> it's not happening. I said, okay. okay, so, okay, I'm going to say this, and it's probably, it could be potentially slightly controversial here. It probably is. But I do have a hard time exactly. accepting that these people are, or these beings are modeled after a lot of indigenous people, indigenous cultures, mm-hmm. like, but they cast all these white people. Child. Let me, y'all. Like this thing is white people all the way down the list. And I'm like, now if we were just talking about Zoe, don't call me black, Zaldana and um Sam Worthington's characters' kids, 
okay, because these are mixed kids, you know what? I'm going to let y'all do what y'all, because we don't know what happened because Sam, I mean, uh, Jake is whatever he is, and this is how these kids will come out. Mm-hmm. This had never happened until this moment happened. But, like, Kate Winslet's character, like, I'm, like, sitting back and I'm just like, how did y'all decide that you were going to cast so many of these white people to play some of these these characters? Right. I'm, I'm... I'm I'm of a particular age, right? Um, where now some of them are people of color. Yeah, there are a lot of people of color sprinkled in here and there. But the Kate Winslet, like I'm guessing, this is just because he loved working with her before he wanted to find a place for her. Mm-hmm. But that should have been someone not white, right? I will say, I will say, because I had to look it up. Um, the guy Ronald, his name is not. I was about to say Titty Witty, but that's not his name. Tonorari. Tonorari. Mm-hmm. He is from New Zealand. He's mm-hmm. a New Zealand actor. I'm not for sure if he is Maori. 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 He is. He, he is. is of Maori descent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. So I feel a little better about the tattoos and stuff on his. Well, the mocha on his face and the fact that he's sticking his tongue out and stuff. So. I feel a little bit better about him doing that. But you're right. But honestly, James Cameron is a white man. He's mm-hmm. casting through a lens of white people. Yep. Now, I will say, Zoe's mama is black. Her um her boo in the first film was is is an Afro Latina. Um, her her dad in that first film, I think, is indigenous. Um, who did Vin Diesel play? He, I don't, I don't know. They're not very clear on that. Was he in the first one? No. They have, and they have. Because I just assumed that he was in the first one. He was not in the first one. That I I don't no no I, I'm too I was I was back then I was too into it so if Vin Diesel was in it I would have known but um I will say this though I will say this um oh he doesn't have a role in here so they just threw him up there like he was in it he ain't and then they have Michelle Yao as Doctor she must be coming in some pre other films yeah she's gonna be in the next movie um I and they had her as um which I thought was weird they had her. In the cast of Avatar 2. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering what we're going to do. I'm a cut scene. Yeah, so I'm wondering what we're going to, and is she a good doctor is what I want to know. I hope she's not bad. Um, But they need, they, um, where was I going with this? I hope she's not bad. Um, But I don't think they would, they would have her unless they're going to introduce her character and they just cut that scene to push her to the, the third film. Um, hmm but I don't know. Um, but y'all, I, I I really really enjoyed the film. I really really did. I I think everybody played their part. I do want to say that those kids were bad as hell. All of them, mm-hmm. every single one of them. The Water Tribe kids was bad as hell. Them damn Navi kids was bad as Jake kids. Jake Sully kids was bad as hell. Okay, even little Took, all of them bad, bad as hell. Mm-hmm. And let Loan bad. I want to fight him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. after seeing it the second time, I still agree that I feel like he he is like his dad, the most. See, I, I struggle with that because Mm-mm. because in my mind, it's like I can. We were talking when you text about it. I, I can see some of what you were saying, but I feel like Nateri was a little bit more impulsive in the first film, from what I could remember. She's not so much now, because I think as a mother now, she's a bit more meticulous about what she's doing because she has children. But, like, she wasn't, you know, they portrayed, this is very faint memory of the first one, but I feel like that that tribe was 
portrayed as being very almost like almost like barbarian like okay <laughs> and generally people who are like that are not thinking things all the way through so even though he has a little bit more thought process behind the things the actions mirror how i remember certain things be in the first one but she's to me she was nothing like that now well, i think he- that I think even the dad isn't so much like that now. It's really just these kids well, change this maturity, them and we're seeing. Yeah, there's uh, and then because you haven't, you haven't, you're not going to go back and watch the first one, and also mm-hmm. you haven't seen some of the bonus and deleted scenes. Um, even in the very beginning of Avatar, like I don't know, you could hot headed. Yes, the first time she saw Jake, she was going to kill him, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like, but she thought about it. That's why I was just like, I, the hot-headedness I can get. Because she's hot-headed now. But I think it's more, mm-hmm. I think it's more, she has to kind of channel it a little bit more because she has other kids and she she got to think about her baby. Um, mm-hmm. I really got mom vibes. I got, I got mom and dad vibes from both Jake and Terry Because I think now they have parenthood to draw from because when they first did the film, neither one of them had any children. Both, at this point now, they both have three boys. And, um... They dad, they mom and dad. So I don't know, but in the first film, there's a scene where in his wheelchair, his mouth has gotten him thrown. He started like a bar fight in his wheelchair and he got thrown out of um the bar. And it's kind of reminiscent of the fight with the with the water tribe kids because it's son just you, couldn't let I, I don't go. remember now. So you have to you have to explain it to me. But was his the bar fight because I don't remember. But were a lot of his actions while he was in the wheelchair because he was he was in the wheelchair? You know, there are a lot of people that have a hard time struggling with how life is after that. And they kind of take it out on a lot of people around him. I have an uncle that was paralyzed from the waist down and he was one of the biggest assholes I've ever met. Rest in peace. But, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I've always wondered, like, you know, I've seen that some people aren't they don't transition very well to that type of lifestyle. And when they're there, a lot of their actions are a result of them having to deal with the fact that that's their life. I don't, he didn't seem, I will say, of course he wasn't happy to be in a wheelchair. I can say that. Mm-hmm. Um, But the bar fight, I don't think, I'm not, I don't think it was because he was in a wheelchair. I just think that they, I think something was said that he didn't like. And mm-hmm. I can't, I need, I'm going, like I, I said that I was going to go back and rewatch the first one and I will because I own it. I can pop it in at any time and I don't want whatever version they have on Disney plus. Cause I know it's been chopped and screwed. Um, okay. So apparently that bar fight was an actual deleted scene. It was a deleted scene. It's not, that's why I was like, it wasn't in a theatrical release. And I feel like what I'll do when I watch it, I record it so you can see it. Um, but that's why I feel like because of what I've seen, that's why I say that Loak is like his daddy. And the most like his daddy, which is why they butted, mm-hmm. they butted heads all the time. Cause it was just like, I honestly feel like Jake was watching himself and he's annoyed with himself, which is why they were clashing all the time because that's how he used to be. And I I guess it's probably, I don't know how much of a time jump. It's probably going to be a time jump when we get in the third film. Um, But I I don't know. I loved it. I thought the water people, I thought they were beautiful. They look like amphibians, but still pretty. And James Cameron, come, come. Let me tell you something. Like I can I, I will never forgive the creators of Sonic 2 for putting Knuckles ass in some Tims. I will never forgive you for giving that baby one of those Duke haircuts. 
Mm-hmm. On that baby in the water tribe. I'll never forgive you for that. Because he looked light-skinned as hell. Even down to the chain around his neck. I'll never forgive you for that. I'll never forgive you for the oldest one and his lace front with them braids and the girl. They, they, Can we also talk about leaning, leaning into what I said before? What? White people that be born in a black people neighborhoods. Child. That little boy in them, them locks. I was like, if you don't get your... Somebody cut his hair. And why is so manicure looking? If he be hanging out with the Navi, because I know he not sitting in between the teary legs getting his locks retwisted. I know he not. She ain't touching his head anymore. No. Uh-uh. I got to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think she really would have killed him? Yes. Be- and this is why. This is why. Right, especially if he, he would have actually done that to his daughter, um, that child. Oh yeah, that would that's a done deal. Um, mm-hmm. because I was looking at it when she cut him. Right, she didn't mm-hmm. throw him back to his daddy. He she threw him behind her with the rest of the kids. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, she she probably has a soft spot for being a kid, and even though she doesn't feel like the child should be with them. Mm-hmm. As a mother, she also couldn't see herself giving that child to someone like that. Mm. Like, I, I don't think anybody would. It'd be like, you know, seeing an abusive parent and knowing, like, okay, well, see you tomorrow. Talk to you later. Like, there's just going to be that part of you that just doesn't feel comfortable giving a child over to that. That's why I'm going to be very interested to know how she feels when she finds out the little boy saved him. It's going to be a mess because he's already afraid of her. As he should. He should be. Because, baby, let me tell you something. I'm glad somebody is, because clearly them kids ain't, because they out here acting up. In my mind, I'm hoping that after seeing this battle, they're like, you know what? Mommy ain't to be messed with, so I'm going to just act like I got some sense. Because that was one thing, too, that I could relate to, being like a parent and hoping that I never lose my child. God forbid, Jesus Christ. However, her rage, when he was just (laughs) like, you got to suck it up right now. We got to go get our babies. And that look, I was just like, Mm y'all, I was scared. But that's why I think she was at She would have actually killed that boy. Just because they had already taken one of hers. She was angry. She was angry. And I think that had he even flinched like he was going to take that, kill this other child, that little boy wouldn't have made it. Mm -mm. She would have thrown his head at him and called it the day. Y'all be playing. Don't stop playing with the Terry. Stop playing with my girl. Let me say she my, she my favorite character. I'm sorry. She my favorite character. I'm, I want to see, and I probably won't get this. I want to see. I, why why don't her and Ronald get along? I don't know. Like, she was giving attitude. Now, uh, she was giving attitude from the jump, and I don't understand why. Maybe there were there were been some type of conflicts between their tribes at some point. I don't know. But then, the, the dad, because the dad, the, the dude was a little too... He was a little too chill for there to be animosity. Even like, it was so funny because I was watching the facial expressions because somebody had pointed that out on TikTok that I hadn't noticed before. And like, when the wives are kind of kind of snapping at each other, the faces on the husband, because Ronald's hus- wife, um, dude was just like, he kind of looked at Jake. Jake kind of looked at him. He was just like, you going to get your wife? Nah, you going to get yours? Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't understand the animosity. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they um in the in the bonus footage that they explain why they beefing or why she don't really like them like that. Um, cause she just coming with a lot of 
and my baby called her sassy. She was coming with a lot of sass and I didn't understand why. And the tear was reading that from the very beginning and she was meeting her with sass. She didn't understand it either. But um, I don't know. I love y'all. I love that film. I thought it was solid. She might have just been protective about where they were. I get it. And she's also a pregnant woman or thing or being. <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't sure where to land there. But um, so maybe that also was a part of the thing like these people are coming here we don't truly understand and know why what their motives are here and i'm probably in one of my more vulnerable states right now so i'm gonna keep them at arm's length like don't get comfortable and then i didn't understand it either because her husband had a lot of his he had a lot of respect for jay um i don't know why get out of here he, I mean, he had a lot of respect for Jake, and it was evident in his tone. And everybody knows who he is and what he had done from like the previous film. So it was kind of just like I didn't understand where all the animosity was coming from. Um, I still don't, and maybe we'll get to that. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I want to say about them, the Water Tribe. I hate how their arms look. I hate how their tails look. The whole eye thing freaked me out a little bit. Um, I do know that James Cameron has said that we've seen the pleasant side of the Navi and that in the next film, we're going to see another tribe is going to be introduced and they're not as easygoing and fun loving as the tribes that we've met. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. Um, we can we can say a lot about James Cameron. We can say a lot about him writing films through the lens of an old-ass white man who just knows kind of one tone, one way to go. We can talk about that. We can talk about some of the scenes not really being cultural appreciation, but more like appropriation. We can talk about those things, too. Um, However, but I think that we can say that it is a, um, I think it's a lens into colonization and what that looks like. when these these folks have destroyed earth at this point in this film the earth is dying and they're trying to go over to somebody else's planet and take over and then not understanding why they're hostile help me because you know that's that's generally how it is it's why are you mad that we trying to take over exactly so i I, I googled about the whole rona natiri thing and to me it actually seems to just be rooted in almost so they said that Ronald and Natiri are very similar. Yep. They are very strong women who don't necessarily follow the beliefs of who their spouses are and what their spouses want to do. They they are very independent women. Mm-hmm. And I think that when Natiri came there, it almost for Ronald was probably almost important for her to let her know, like, yo, you are here, but you don't run anything here. Like you may be the queen over here, but you are in my space now, and you need to know that this is how things are going to be. Mm-hmm. They that's that's what they a lot of people are thinking might be the root of why she was doing that because once they got to a point where they had a common enemy, all of those feelings went to the side. It was like, look, this is what we need to do. This is how we are going to do it. Let's just get it done. Because I was like, even when what you call it was. Um... Kiri was like in her little seizure thing, right? And mm-hmm. I don't know, Natiri will tolerate the Sky people. She'll tolerate them. They ain't her favorite, even though they have done some good and she's cool with that. She ain't really with that. She ain't really with them like that. Which is, and then when Ron will try to come up in there, she's like, well, I see that you don't need my help. 
And the tear was like, get your ass in here and help her. And I'm just like, oh, sis, she doing you a favor. You on her land. Like, come on. <laughs> right. But I um I want to see more of them together. And I think that if they could, I don't know. They, she could be a friend. Because it really don't seem like Natiri has anybody but her kids and Jake. He's, Are they going to be best friends? They're going to be like Golden Girls. He has uprooted her from her life. Um, Uprooted her from her life. And she really don't have nobody. And all she has is him and the kids. And I think it would be beneficial, especially when they had similar roles that they can kind of overcome mm. and come together. So I'm hoping that in this third film we see, I want more Natiri. And I don't know if the story revolves around her anymore. More than likely, it's probably going to be around um, Loak and um, this other girl. What you call her? Hussy. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Hussy. <laughs> what is her name? Let me go find it. I can't pronounce her name. Okay, so Raya. Raya. Yeah, she goes by Raya, but it's spelled T S I R E Y. Um, R E Y. But yeah, I um, Tonal Rock. I don't know. I took. And um, Natalia and Loak. Lord, I'm looking at the dude who played Loak. And why his head the same size? Why is the same size as his avatar? Mm-hmm. But he bad as oh, hell. For real. Like, <laughs> he bad as hell. I wanted to fight him um, the whole time. He's listed to be in Avatar 3, but he's not listed to be in any other ones after that. Well, they've only filmed, they filmed, they filmed two and three together. But they still supposed to be releasing these every two years for the next couple of years. Right. But they did two and three to they did two and three together. They haven't started doing four yet, I don't think. But yeah, they did two and three. I wonder together. if they're gonna age them up. They would I think they would have to. Well they may maybe not. Unless if it takes place. Yeah, he said that he wanted to Yeah, he said he did the first those back to back because he didn't want them to have to deal with the same things that Stranger Things did where they took so long of breaks that by the time they came back the kids were like older. Mm-hmm. But if they haven't started filming those other ones yet. Depending on how long they wait, mm-hmm. that could potentially happen to these kids. And wait, hold on. How old is this child anyway? Because well, I mean, if we think about it, Took is playing, she's seven, but her, her the girl who does her is older than that. Hold on. And then this person is already 21, the one who plays um, Loak. Took is 13. She's 13. She's going to be in three, four, and five. They've already said. Yeah. And he's listed for three, four, and five, too. Who? Uh, the one who's playing Loak. Loak. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, I think, I think, I could be wrong, but I think they're probably, their story is going to be, this third one's probably going to be based off of them. Probably the love affair with the hussy and, and what's going on with Kiri. Mm-hmm. Well. I said Avatar was much better than I anticipated that it would be. Um, I don't see myself in the foreseeable future dedicating over three hours of my life to it again. So if I watch it, if I watch anything Avatar related, it will be the sequel. Um, but no, because I don't know of the only movies I've ever watched that were over three hours that I've watched multiple times were the Lord of the Rings films. And I actually watched all of the Lord of the Rings films back to back to back. So but my eyes were hurting when I was done. <clears throat> but OK, so I think that is it. So our homework for next week is going to be Andor uh, episodes nine and ten, which are called Nobody's Listening and One Way Out. Mm-hmm. And we did say that we were going to go back to the D.C. stuff. Yes. So now let me go back to the list because first we didn't think 
No, I think I told us to skip Batman Bad Blood that had Batwoman and all those in there. I think that's why we never watched that. But didn't we watch it? But we went to the next one. We did watch the Justice League versus Teen Titans. But I felt like there was a reason why we watched it in the order that we got them. Like, I feel like there was a reason we watched it in the order. I don't know why. Because I think we technically should have seen Batman Bad Blood, but I think I said, no, we're going to skip that one. Mm -hmm. Because I, you know, I'm also not the biggest fan of Batman. So I feel like that was probably selfish. (laughs) Probably. So I don't know if you want to go back and watch that one or if you want to just continue and go straight from Justice League versus Teen Titans to Justice League Dark. I don't know Justice why we... Justice League Dark is a lot more it's magic in that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know I why. I think that one has Santana in them in there. Let's, let's, make it, let's watch all of them. Oh, y'all heard this, right? I mean, it's going to take this us one... a bit to get through the list, but it's definitely something that we'll get until we get some more movies and some new series. And at least okay. until... Um, Titans come back. Okay, so does that mean that for next week we'll be watching two episodes of Andor and then going back to watch the Batman Bad Blood? Okay. Um, next week we're gonna do we're gonna do um we're doing the two episodes of Andor and then mm-hmm. what animated Bad Blood? That's what I was asking. Yeah, I guess Bad Blood. Going since we didn't watch that one before, we'll mm-hmm. go back and watch that, and then when we come back, we'll go ahead and continue the line and get Justice League Dark in there. That makes sense to me. Okay. So that's about two hours. No, I'm trying to think of how long because I'm going I'm to watch one of these. Probably Andor at the gym doing cardio. Yeah, that's when I usually watch okay, so, All right. So two episodes of Andor, Batman, Bad Blood, and that's it. That's I think it? that we, we're kind of going to be in a chill mode. I think maybe by the next time we record, we may have the new trailer to, I don't know. We could potentially have the new trailer to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, what else are they gonna it. show? They could really stop and just keep showing what they've been giving us until the movie come out. Yeah, the movie comes out in two months, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that means that most likely the first Captain Marvel, but well, the Marvel trailer is gonna happen during the Super Bowl. Yep, that makes sense. Cause that's the first that's one, right? After it's mm-hmm. after Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Ant Man comes out in March, but by then we won't need a new trailer to Ant Man. When the Super Bowl comes, that's in February. Yep. We'll be needing the trailer for May, mm-hmm. which will be the uh, Marvel. So, I might wait. even have a trailer to a new trailer to Secret Invasion. Yeah, they only gave one. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But I guess with that said, Blur Nerds and everybody else, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>